For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. It's just fun to goof around. <laughs> oh, you fucker. I was hearing, like, noise. What an asshole. Wow. That's me sometimes. Do you know how much stress I go through, man, as the producer of oh, the I new noise with Shane Told and Mike Howell? It's got to be immense, especially on a week like this. Oh, what a segue. We're getting good at this show. We are. Man, wow. nice job. No, we have a huge week. Not Insane. three. Not three. Not previews. We're talking about a top six. Top oh, six. Yeah, we couldn't we couldn't limit it to five. Too much no. to talk about. Could have been a top nine. And off the record, Mike, you were saying that this could be a week of six number ones. I really think it could, depending on your personal music tastes. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised to see all six of these in people's top tens at the end of the year. Wow. That's a huge statement. The week of April, uh, whatever it is, 16th will be the date. Mm-hmm. That is a big week. Before we talk about this week, I mean, we got to talk about last week. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we do every single time. Now, I had a big package on my doorstep this week. Oh yeah. Uh yes. A big package as in in the mail. Don't get let's not get dirty. I know here. what you're talking about. My mind's out of the gutter right now and into the music scene. From a band called Good Terms, who oh, really? was uh in our list last week, put out a great album. 
turning point. They An sent absolute me, banger. They sent me a hoodie. They sent me a long sleeve T-shirt, which I would wow. I would be wearing now, but I already wore them, so they're in the wash. We can't uh, be long sleeve buddies. What the heck? Oh, I know. Two copies of their vinyl, Ooh. and this record did not disappoint, man. Like, not at all. For me, it's it's. I know we had Termina. I know we had the Museo. Mm-hmm. This was record of the week for me for sure. Oh yeah, and I totally understand that. Like it was so good. It had portions of it that were just super poppy, and portions of it that were super bunky. And I mean, yeah, the entire spectrum. It was just such a fun record all the way through. I don't think there's a bad song on it. And no, just amazing. So well done for those guys. Um, so well done. This competes with everything as far as I'm concerned in just about every aspect. Uh, if you talk mm-hmm. about musicianship, if you talk about production, uh, lyrically, uh, j- just just the vibe, so good. I gotta say, Mike, um, you know they're saying that they're your friendly neighborhood emo band. Yeah, I think they're a punk band. This this record was <laughs> very punk, like tons of yep. fast parts. I think. What was cool though was like sometimes it was getting almost to be like, like proggy punk because some of the yeah. guitar work and bass work, super they got fancy. technical, fancy, mm-hmm. absolutely. And like I mean, they even delve into a little bit of like metalcore at points and yeah. stuff like that, which is always a fun thing for me. But I think there's a little bit on this record for absolutely everybody, and you can't ignore it. This record is so good and it doesn't sound like a first album either no it sounds like a band's like third or fourth album it sounds refined and i know these guys have been in the industry for a long time but i'm as much as i already love this record and i'm kind of obsessed with it and i've been listening to it a lot i can't wait for album number two already (laughs) like if this is these guys first album like Number two just got to go up, right? We talk about how important a sophomore record is. Yes. And man, I think these guys are going to hit that number two point and they're going to blow up. Ab- absolutely. Um, I, I, I just, I cannot talk about this record enough. I think, mm-hmm. um, well, I think it's maybe track four. It's called like Wither Away or something like that. Something like that. That song is incredible. Like that, if, if we're making song of the year... Uh, list so far mm-hmm. on April fourteenth, uh, which is when we're recording this. To me, that could be song of the year, at least probably in the top five. I think that that song is yep. incredible. I love this record, That's and probably I, my favorite song on the record too. Go get your good terms rookie card, okay? Uh, mm-hmm. Listen to this band. Tell them you heard about it here because this band is is so good, so hundred percent, so good. And then, I mean, you mentioned it earlier. We got to talk about that new Termina album, too. Really, really our, good, too. Our boy Andy, absolutely slaying it on this record. Yes. Our, and, our boys. Our boys, Andy boys, and Nick. Yeah. Uh, Nick Nocturnal, that is. Andy Sizik being the vocalist for this band. This is, yeah, this is kind of like a Twitch super group. Um, mm-hmm. And it doesn't feel like it, though. This feels no. like a very refined, well thought out piece of work. Um, it, this again, this competes with any sort of progressive metalcore release out there. Oh, 100%. And I mean, it does something that a lot of progressive metalcore records um, kind of lose me with sometimes too, where they're technical all the time. And you've got to really know when to take your foot off the gas. And I think Nick 
really knows as a guitarist and instrumental writer when to do that. And there are definitely points where, yes, he lays into it and he, he writes some absolutely crazy riffs. Yep. But there's times during the choruses and during some of the breakdowns and stuff like that where he takes it back and he's like, hey, these guys need a minute. Let them yep. catch up with what's going on. Yep. And they're always so well-timed when he does that. And I think this record is just kind of a... Um, I'm not going to say it's anything super special or it's not groundbreaking in the metalcore scene, but it's kind of a masterclass on how to write a consistently good album all the way through that, I mean, I can put it on and just enjoy all the way through. Uh, absolutely. Um, Andy's vocals are crushing, to say the yep. least. Yeah, I agree with everything you said, Mike. I, I think, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I like that both Nick and Andy... They are playing to the song, even though they both have mm-hmm. immense talents uh, on their respective instruments, you know, being vocals and guitar, mm-hmm. they are playing to this kind of greater good. I actually thought like even there were points where the drums really shined and oh, 100%. Um, I actually don't even know if they're, if they were got a drummer to play this. Or I'm this pretty sure they're all programmed yeah. drums. And even the, the program drums shined in like a cool way. So mm-hmm. I think that that's cool. You know, they're not trying to one up each other. They're trying no. to make a good project. And I thought that there was a lot of cool um you know and i i only listened to this record once and there's a lot of screaming i'm not catching every lyric mm-hmm. uh going through but i thought that there was a lot of thought-provoking uh ideas and stuff too Definitely on this was. record this isn't just some class in like hey i can sing like really high and scream really good and play guitar real fast it is mm-hmm. not that record uh it could have been that record it's not that record and i do yeah. i do appreciate that about it Mm -hmm. They didn't take this as an opportunity to just say like, hey, we're some of the best in the business and we decided to get together and just show show off. They said, hey, we're going to make some actual music that's going to mean a lot to some fans. Yeah, absolutely. And Baby Hyper says they're program drums. So there you have it. Perfect. There we go. All right. Um, well, do you have anything else you want to talk about from last week? Um, I didn't. I don't think I really listened to much else unless I'm maybe forgetting some stuff. I listened to the new Zayo album. It was okay. Oh yeah, Zayo. Yeah. I did. I didn't hear it. I um. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I remember listening to the singles, thinking that it was very, very like aggressive, converge, uh, very over the yeah. top. Was the rest of the record kind of fall suit with that? I'd say it's similar. If you're a fan of the old metalcore sound, you're gonna love that record still. Um, cool. If you're not, it's gonna kind of bore you a little bit. I was a little bored at times, just because it's a lot of the same thing throughout the record. But um, I think overall it was pretty decent. All right. Very cool. Very cool. You ready to get into this week and the absolute buffoonery of how good it is? I cannot wait for the buffoonery, Mike. The top <laughs> six most anticipated albums of the week. That's right. That's right, people at home. We have six this week, not five. We could not leave any of them out. Nope. So let's get to it, Mike, and number six. So number six. This is a band from Australia. You know they're going to be good. <laughs> they're a deathcore band. And I've got to preface this. This album is called Epilogue. It's by a band called To The Grave. Okay. To The Grave. This album, number six. it's kind of a retry at their first album. They've re-recorded all the songs. They've added a bunch of features. They've tossed around the order. They've changed some songs. They've added new songs. I'm calling it a new album because this band is so small still that it's basically their debut. I'm just going to let them have it. 
So, so l- let me get this straight. This is their record global warning from 2019. They've redone yep. their record. Yep, and they've made it like 16 tracks now. That's really interesting. In fact, mm-hmm. I will say that that's kind of almost unheard of, to be honest. Yeah. You know, usually uh, you, newer bands, like almost to a fault, they want to, you know, just... Oh, Just our old cycle stuff new sucks. material. Old stuff sucks. The new stuff's way better, you know. And mm-hmm. and then sometimes it's like actually like the first shit you ever wrote was pretty good, and no one heard it. Like don't maybe yeah. it, maybe it would be a good idea to and re-record it. So that this is really unheard of, but I'm not against it. And honestly, so I listened to the first record, and I was like, man, there's some production issues. Uh huh. Um, the songwriting's pretty good. I got the record early. It just showed up because sometimes that happens with our pre-orders, right? And I listened to it. Oh my God. These are the pretty much the same songs. They sound so much fucking heavier. Oh wow. It's disgusting. The two new singles they have off this, uh, I think it's record, but it's just REC and then terrorist threat are absolutely demolishing songs. Mm-hmm. This is some absolutely amazing deathcore, And I think if you're fans of like kind of the bigger deathcore acts, like, Carnifex or Cattle Decapitation even. Um, even some of like the newer elements that bands like Darko are bringing in with kind of the uh, creepy samples and things like that. They do that. This band does it all and I'm really impressed and I think this is going to become one of the biggest up-and-coming deathcore bands. They're going to be opening for bands like Enterprise Earth really soon and just blowing up. I think... The pit's going to be absolutely wild when these guys make it to the States. Cool. No, I, and I'll be honest, Mike, I don't know much about this band at all, mm-hmm. uh, but I see that they're on Nick Nocturnal's Modern Metal Playlist, so uh, there you Probably go. Probably pretty these, good. These things are just coming full circle. Um, yeah, yeah so are. yeah, that's that's really cool. That's really weird, though. To, to just, just such a weird concept. I kind of can't get mm-hmm. over that, to, to redo an album. Um you know, I, I, especially when we've had so much time off and this band mm-hmm. is already secluded being in Australia, you'd think that they would be pushing towards it. But, you know, I'm sure they have new stuff. It's just like, hey, yep. let's let's make sure our old stuff still gets its due. So very, very exactly. And I mean, I think it's such a cool thing too. like. You got to take risks with what's going on right now and everything like that. And I think this is a good risk to take almost. Yeah, I, I mean, I some know. people would actually maybe say it's not a risk. You've already put yeah. this out. You already know it's half decent. You already know that mm-hmm. there's people out there that like it. Uh, but but I, I think, I don't know. I, I back this idea. I think it's cool. I think there's uh, a lot of bands, younger bands, don't seem to realize that, like, hey, no one really fucking knows you yet. So yeah. so it's I think it's okay to do that. And, you know, even with, with Silverstein, we recorded some of, this, some of our early stuff. We recorded three times we recorded the same mm-hmm. song just because we felt like there was still something there we just didn't get it right the first time and didn't hey, capture the magic we worked out for us i guess right so yeah. there you go all right cool let's get into um number five so number five yes. keeping with our heavy theme uh classic classic death metal band big friend of the show yes we've got cannibal corpse coming with their new album violence unimagined Yes. let me tell you, it's pretty unimaginable that I would be talking about Cannibal Corpse as possibly being on somebody's album of the year list in 2021. I mean, 
this band has been around for so long and yeah. been making good music yeah. so consistently. And well, they always yeah. have to be in the conversation for every metalhead whenever they put out a release. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. I mean, Cannibal Corpse, I'm a huge fan. Uh, I mm-hmm. have been very vocal about how much I have loved this band since you know I was in high school. Uh, Since we started bringing them up on this show with the singles. Yes. I had Corpse Grinder on the podcast just a few mm-hmm. weeks back. That was a trip, too, for me. And and he's he's a talker, man. Oh, yeah. so Such a nice dude, too. S- such a nice guy. So really crazy, like, just that you have this band now. I, do, I, I knew how many albums they'd put out. It's something like 17 mm-hmm. records. Yeah, it's 15 or 16 they've, okay, for this one, yeah. They've put out, and... I'm going to throw this out there. I don't think Cannibal Corpse has ever made a bad album. I don't disagree with you. I think maybe the worst album they ever made was their first album, which is still mm-hmm. kind of a classic in its old way with, you know, like a skull full of maggots and some of those songs. Yeah. Um, but like since Corpse Grinder's been in the band, they've made so many classic death metal records. And now they have um, uh, Eric Rutan from. Uh, hate eternal uh morbid angel in the band i mean that's like you know you're just picking up an all-star now we're we're approaching supergroup territory which is kind of weird and he also is uh you know a great producer Mm -hmm. and uh um did he produce on this album too do we know yeah he produced this album too so now he's in the band and producing their records, which is which is really cool. And I think we've got a and I think we've got a raid from Mr. Brandon Saller, if I'm not uh let me look Ooh. in the back end. Oh, Brandon Saller. Thank you, buddy. Nice to see look you. Look at that. Howdy a Treyu drummer himself. Actually, the man, a Treyu frontman now. Yeah. Look at that. He's 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 up from behind the kit. He's roaming around. I just Ooh. um all those Might years be a of preview him behind for later. the kit. Uh, you know, I, I still just think of him holding it down back there with three kick drums. Hell yeah. So there you go. Nice to see you, Brandon. Um, but we're talking about Cannibal Corpse. Um, yeah. What else, Mike? I mean, just in general, if you listen to the two singles, uh, they've got Inhuman Harvest and Murderous Rampage, classic Cannibal Corpse song titles, classic Cannibal Corpse sound. This album is going to sound like Cannibal Corpse. It's going to rip as good as the Cannibal Corpse and... I'm so excited for it just because I freaking love Cannibal Corpse. Absolutely. And we won't get into the reason why Eric Rutan is now in the band. Um, they had a bit of an issue yeah. with their old guitar player. A little bit. He went all Florida man uh, yep. on us there. I don't have the news article in front of me, but what from what I remember, he tried to attack his neighbor and then burned down his old own house. And then they found like a shitload of guns. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I don't know, maybe was there some kind of bomb making devices or something like real? I don't think it was bombs, but I think oh, okay. it was like bones and stuff like that. Which like you oh, can yeah. legally have human bones if you like buy them right and stuff like that. And there's like medical licensing and stuff involved. But like he didn't have any of that, so like it's a little bit weird. Yeah. So this this yeah they they uh you kind of wondered for a while there. It's like okay they can't actually you know, believe mm-hmm. everything they're singing about. I know they're like their drummer's vegan, which I always thought was funny. Yeah. Uh, the Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> like they literally have the name <laughs> Cannibal in their band and the drummer's a vegan. But, uh, you know, when that happens, you're like, oh shit, like <laughs> these guys are, at least the guitar player, um, uh, is it Jack O'Brien? Is that his name? Uh, yeah, I don't remember. He, he That's like, 
shit is is pretty pretty wild. So. Yeah. Don't do stuff like that. No, no, don't don't do that stuff like that yeah. at all. Uh, it's Overall, pa- Pat O'Brien, not Jack O'Brien. Pat I'm O'Brien. sorry. Yes. Yeah. I found out something fun too because I always kind of, for some odd reason, assumed Cannibal Corpse was from like Atlanta or like North the North Carolinas. I don't know why. Buffalo. They're from baby. Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Buffalo had a real death metal mm-hmm. uh, scene back in the day. Now it's uh, a hardcore we, scene. We, we, absolutely. Uh, you know, that's just, that's like working class, you know, mm-hmm. uh, tough as nails. Uh, a lot of people call it Tuffalo. And, yeah. you know, I mean, growing up where I grew up, like, Buffalo is only an hour and a half maybe from where I grew up. So I used to go down there mm-hmm. all the time for shows. Um, but then, yeah, I, I mean, Cannibal Corpse, I think they relocated to Florida. And that's yeah. where they all live now. But yeah, man. Maybe that's Buffalo, why I thought about it. Buffalo's finest. Oh yeah. Great album. Well, gonna be a great album, hopefully. I I'm I they've never let me down. So yeah. and I Same. these singles are good. So I, I'm uh, I'm ready. Oh yeah. All right. Number four. Number four, we're going back down under. And oh. this time for an EP from a real small band called Bellhaven. Their new EP is called Time Changes Nothing. Do you know anything about this band? No, absolutely nothing, Mike. I heard about them Perfect. today. So uh, I heard about them from Perfect. you today. I know nothing. I'm going to their Spotify page right now for the first time. Uh, yes, tell me about Let's this band. It. All right. So this band, they're kind of post-hardcore, metalcore. Absolutely amazing. Super talented songwriters. Both of the singles, Nobody Likes a Hospital and Take Your Pill, are going to be absolutely amazing. This band reminds me lyrically of the color morale, but I'd say they're a little bit like modern color morale. They're a little bit more metalcore, though, kind of like uh, Void of Vision or Pride Lands, who are also from Australia. Um, I think this album is going to be great. It's got one of my favorite lyrics that I've heard so far this year, which is, you think happiness is real? Well, I sure don't cry in the shower because I like the way it feels. Oh. Which like, ooh. That's spicy, if you ask me. Spice. And, I mean, these guys, they've got the same thing where we were just talking about the Terminal release, where they know how to be super technical when they need to be, but they know how to lay off the gas as well. And it's, both the singles are so well done. I don't see this EP going wrong. I think it's going to be absolutely incredible. So, how about this? Yeah, I do know this band. Oh yeah, and I it just came to me right now. We played with Bellhaven. Bellhaven, in fact, they opened mm-hmm. our tour in Australia when we uh, when we did a a run with Comeback Kid down there. Okay, uh, about three years ago, and yeah, it took me a second, but now I was looking at the photos and I was like. Mm-hmm. Wait, th- that guy looks familiar. I know those and, and And sure enough, a quick little Google, I was like, why? And there it is. So yes, we did tour with this band. Um, a f- those guys are listening ago, to the and- show right now like, oh no, he doesn't know us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just one of those things like that. It's been year, uh, a few years and yep. what what is time these days? And, you know, Australia, Australian tours are so short, like... Mm-hmm. We probably only played five shows with them. Yeah, I was going to say what five, six days. Yeah, so you know it was it was kind of quick and in and out. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now now um now it's all coming back. Um, coming Did you back. check them out, or were you the big band too busy to listen to the little guys? 
No, you know, I try to listen to, you know, go check out all the bands that we mm-hmm. that we are on tour with, but there are days like I can't I don't watch every band every yeah. day or anything. Especially when you're going sure. to Australia, you're so tired just from all the travel and everything like that too, I'm sure. Yeah. No, no, no. One hundred percent. No, I'm reading it I'm reading an article now about how much they love my band. So that's uh <laughs> that's pretty cool. Awesome. And I'm glad that they're on this list, um, amongst so many great bands because well, you, I they're know making Mike, great you believe music. they're very, very worthy of this. They're making great music. That's the only condition to get on these lists. Awesome. That's that's it, right? That's it. There's yeah. no there's no there's no fucking politics on this list, man. None. Mike likes your band, you're in. That's it. Exactly. All right. Um, okay. I think we got some more friends coming up. Some more bands that Silverstein's toured with in the top yeah. in the top three. Uh let's go. So number three, uh, our good friend Brandon Saller, very similar situation going on with this band. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got the new album, New Age Filth, from Hail the Sun. Hell yes. Donovan, yes. one of the most talented drummers and frontmen yep. in our scene. Yep. Bar none. Yep. If you've never heard of Hail the Sun, I like to describe them kind of as if you wrote or if dance gavin dance wrote ballads interesting they're a little bit slower swancore they're very fun they almost have this retro feel to them but i have never been disappointed by hail the sun song i've never been disappointed by this band live if you don't know who hail the sun is and you're not listening to them i'm sorry for you because something's missing from your life i mean what do you have to say about hail the sun shane i'm sure you heard the band you've heard talked to donovan on the show dude um i like love this band we absolutely incredible we toured with them uh over they came over they supported us over in the uk Mm -hmm. and i didn't know them too well back then this is again this is going back three four years and just became great friends with them and that you know you talk about going on tour and watching a band I watched them every single night. I yep. loved watching Donovan play drums and sing. I also loved when he got off the kit. And mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, my boy Alan was back there playing drums because he's a monster. And yep. just just a band that I, I just cannot believe how good they are and how talented they are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that, like, I think their records have been great, okay? Oh, but 100%. I, but I always preferred them live maybe it was because i you know saw them a lot a lot when i first heard them mm-hmm. but these singles that have been uh put out so far especially um major mark which is the newest oh that's my favorite single, one so far too. it's my favorite too i feel like um they've found it now they, mm-hmm. they've been able to convey the live sound yep that production uh that they kind of had you know on to recording mm-hmm. And it's just really, really a great band. I think I encourage everyone to check them out. They are not only one of the finest bands, but they're just they're awesome people too. Oh yeah, just so talented. You're gonna listen to this record, and if you've never heard the band, this is gonna be a great place to start. Honestly, I don't think you need to listen to their back catalog to get any of their newer material. And it's just top tier post hardcore. Like it's so yep. good. So good. This is a, a long-awaited one for me. Um, Mental Knife is uh, almost three years old, I believe. Their last record. Yeah. So, yeah, don't don't sleep on 
hail the sun. They are like right. On, I think they're right on the cusp of blowing up um, mm-hmm. and being one of those. Like they're already they're already playing bigger venues than you would think. I mean, they're already like playing five hundred seaters uh, yep. pretty much anywhere. I think that this could be you know in the same way that that we're this about be to see the era blow up mm-hmm. in that genre. I think hail the sun. They could be right there uh, playing playing those those you know those almost house of blues size venues or yeah. even house of blues size venues. I, I, think I think they really have that potential. I think this will be a bump up to like a 1300 cap. Yeah. Like a, oh yeah. I could see it for those familiar with the Detroit area, like the majestic, I could see them headlining the majestic. No problem. I, I absolutely could too. And I, uh, I think that a lot of people are going to catch on to this record. It's really great to see. 100%. Love, love that you have this uh, in the top three, Mike. Great. band. And it's time to journey into the European segment, I think. Okay, yes. We are going more, the other side of the pond right now. More specifically, we're going to the UK. Number two on our list this week, we've got the new album Sleep Society by While She Sleeps. Yeah. Sheffield this, Finest. This band is incredible and has never missed. Nope. Have not. I mean... I don't know what to say about this band because that's how good they are and how long they've been good. Very similar to Cannibal Corpse. Um, if you're not familiar with them, they're metalcore, but that doesn't even begin to describe it. Um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't it, know. It, it would be hard. It's a hard band to like, if, if I was just going to speak to somebody and they were like, Oh yeah, well she sleeps like what, like what are they like or whatever? It mm-hmm. is, it is difficult to kind of, sum it up in a few sentences um they're heavy as hell yeah very raw very um, fast at yeah. points but they know how to slow down too right they have a i guess what it is is they have a real diy punk attitude yes. to them uh they do a lot of shit themselves they have this they, they do their own printing yes for shirts everything they have their own compound warehouse area that they've built uh, you know where they're from in Sheffield, England, and yeah, they do everything there. Uh, it's kind of like they call it—I don't know—I forget what they call it—but it's it's mm-hmm. like Sleeps HQ, and um, yeah, they they basically are the most hands-on band ever with everything that they do from from recording, production, printing, design work, everything yep. else. Now that now they've uh, started a Patreon. Where they yeah, are, yeah, I saw that. The are, sleep society, exactly, exactly. Where they're kind of bringing people into mm-hmm. their world and and everything. Which, and this is a, they're really huge in in uh, in the mm-hmm. UK, by the way. I, I know, I'm sure everyone in England is like, yeah, we fucking know while she sleeps, obviously. Yeah. But um, but they're they're massive over there. They're not as big over here, which is kind of strange. Like, I don't think I've ever seen them headline anything over a thousand cap here. No, I like, mean they they did. I believe it was when we were out doing our last headliner when it all got shut down. I'm they were pretty doing a tour sure with they architects. were too. They, yeah, they were about to do a tour with Architects. I think, or no, they just done a tour with Architects. Maybe I think I I'm remember. pretty sure they were Mike. They were headlining uh, when it all got shut down uh, just over a year ago. Maybe it um, was in the U.S. So like I I feel like and I and I can look it up real quick, but I, I feel like they were just um, yeah, I'm right. March 11th, they were playing Salt Lake City, Utah. Yeah. March 11th, 2020. So they were in their middle, kind of the middle of their, um, you know, probably their breakthrough headline U.S. tour yeah. uh, when it got shut down. So 
hey, here we here we are. We're back. Boom. Well, see, like I'm looking at these dates, and it's weird though, because like they were playing the Shelter here in Detroit, which is 400 cap room, and like this band is too good to be playing the Shelter. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I mean, I love the Shelter. Shit, I, I'd love to see oh, every band there personally, venue. but. Um, no, man, I I, uh, I love that this is here. This is an exciting record. And, mm-hmm. and again, I think every time they put out something, it's going to be good and it's going to set a new bar for 100%. the metalcore genre uh, because they are different and they look at they look at metalcore differently. Like it's hard. Mm-hmm. I don't even like to call them a metalcore band because they're so different from from what you think of when you think it of just that genre. fits there the best. It's like it's like how we call Silent Planet a metalcore band, even though they're really like poetry core, yep. I guess, or whatever. Like, yep. it's just different and it's a different vein of the genre. You are all you need is probably one of my favorite singles this entire year so far. Just an absolute banger. Yeah. Like then they've got the song Nervous with Simon from Biffy Clyro on there, which is an amazing feature and fits so well. Like this album's gonna be a banger. Absolutely. I can't wait for it. Absolutely. No, it says right here on their bio, it's punk, it's heavy metal, and it sounds unlike anything you've heard from them before. Mm-hmm. It's the sound of While Perfect. She Sleeps Reborn. So there you go. We'll see what yep. we'll see what happens with this one. I I'm excited. And cool thing too, you mentioned like they have the Patreon and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually got a bunch of their Patreon members. I don't know what it is on the album, but it just says featuring Sleep Society on one of the songs. Oh, cool! And who knows? I don't know, like if they're gonna have like a big chorusy segment and it's a bunch of people singing, or if it's like some other albums uh, that we've heard earlier or like last year, like how Noya got a bunch of fans to like tell their stories and kind of like introduce an outro of the album. I don't know what's going to be, but it could be cool. I I'm, I'm excited too. Uh, and I had laws on the pod actually. Uh, Damon is wondering just, I don't know, a couple months ago, I guess. I think they released a single then. So, uh, yeah, he was just, just a few months ago. He was, he was on, I talked to him in, November, I want to say, probably December. Yeah, November, December, mm-hmm. uh, w- it would have come out. So, uh, yes, check that out. Hell still yeah. up. You didn't miss it. It's still there. All right, Mike. Um, well, it's time. We are about to get into the number one record. But before we do, we want to remind you all to check out our great sponsor, rockabilia.com. Uh, uh, they are providing amazing merchandise of bands that you can get for a low price and if you want to use promo code s-h-a-n-e shane you can save an additional 10 percent off their already low prices mike you're modeling did you get that from uh, rockabilia i did get this from rockabilia this is a beautiful full of hell long sleeve shirt it is nice. from their album cycle the weeping chorus that's Phenomenal right phenomenal album you can be like Mike. Be like Mike and go like over Mike. to rockabilia.com, promo code Shane, 10% off. Why wouldn't you do that? So there you go, rockabilia.com. All right, we are going to get into the number one record after this. Look, everybody, it's this. And we're back. Let's go. We've done, we've talked about five new records and 
these are all great. But this great. band, this is a special one, Mike. I'm I'm, I'm mm-hmm. really excited about it, and I'm glad that you are putting this on a pedestal. The pedestal it deserves. Mm-hmm. Tell us what your number one most anticipated album of the week is. This is a special album. This is... Unfortunately, I haven't been able to hype it up as much because I was super hyped for ERA. I am just as hyped for this album as I was for this ERA record. I think... This band is absolutely incredible and deserves everything coming to them. This is their sophomore release, and it's called The Greatest Mistake of My Life by Holding Absence. Yeah. This band, another band that's hard to describe. It's easy enough to just say metalcore, hardcore, post-hardcore, whatever, um, that doesn't even encapsulate a smidgen of what this band is. This band is more of a feeling, more of an emotion, I would want to say. Um, they're able yeah. to capture kind of depression and I don't thematically they have so many themes going on in their lyrics, but like it's just generally being a sad boy or girl or <laughs> whoever, like this is what this band specializes in. It's their bread and butter. And this band is absolutely unmatched. Like you're familiar with this band. You want to talk about them at all? I like them a lot, Mike. Um, again, we talk about sophomore records being the make or break. I think with the singles mm-hmm. already released from this thing, we already know this it's, record is... It's going to bang all the way through. Yeah, this is going to push them into the stratosphere. I'm pretty sure they're already massive in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, America is going to find out about them real soon if they haven't already. Yep. And uh, yeah, what is it? Is it Afterlife? That song is just an absolute banger. Beyond Belief is my favorite. Uh, Beyond Belief is great that one. too. Oh my God. Um, th- just, just these songs are already awesome. Oh yeah. In Circles too, right? Yep. That, um, th- yeah. They've already got the songs and you're gonna put they're gonna put them together on this record and once mm-hmm. once touring resumes and everything and people can see this this band and this emotion live it's it's gonna be it's all over man this is gonna be yeah. one of the big bands it's gonna be they're gonna be like the next movements or something mm-hmm. like that maybe 100%. even more maybe even more potential than movements honestly I, I feel like they fit um, right in that same vein as movements yeah exactly like. yeah I'd say that that's a good comparison but but no um. I can't say can't say anything but great things about about this mm-hmm. band and and I'm really excited to dive in. I'm I'm pretty sure, you know, Thursday at 12:01 I am going to be putting this record on uh, 100%. And and that's why it's number 1. I this is the one I'm most intrigued about hearing yep. uh from start to finish. I think this album all the way through is going to be this is going to be the record that I have to save until last to listen to because I'm going to hear it and it's all I'm going to want to listen to, and it's going to affect how I listen to every other album that comes out this week. So I just need to save it for last, get to <laughs> it when I get to it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Someone, someone saying um, they have they remind them a little bit of Anne Berlin. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I can see that yeah, too. They're bit. maybe a little more modern, a little more heavy than Anne Berlin, but I do, I do hear that, especially with the emotion and, and some of the vocals. Mm-hmm. But this is just. This is just an insanely good week for music, and I know you're going to find something you're going to love in these six releases. We have such a diverse like list. Like 
Yeah, I, it's I guess we're missing like heavy. some pop punk. It's pretty heavy, but yeah, we're mi- missing some more punk, pop punk, but whatever. But there is there is some really good stuff in here, and uh, I'm stoked for this week, man. It's it's lined up so incredibly well, and I I feel so bad for all of these bands because they're all kind of competing for time with each other too. But like, I love weeks like this when I can just fully dive in for so long and just listen to new music all weekend. Right. It's gonna be great. Like I'm reorganizing my record collection, and all I'm gonna do is just listen to new records. It's gonna be great. Awesome. And and there was also three that we previewed last week. Yes. Um, do you wanna uh, them real quick? Why not? One. I know one was the Offspring. Yep, we've got the new album from the Offspring. I'm forgetting the other two. We've got the new album from the Armed Detroit yes, punk band, right? Very punk. And we've got the new instrumental album from Liquid Tension Experiment, right? Yes, for very proggy. Yes, gentlemen. two members of Dream Theater, so you you know yep. what you're getting into. Uh, one former member of Dream Theater, but uh, yes, yep. very uh, very very huge week. Yeah, let's do a quick uh, a recap here. Um, number six. So number six, we've got the new album Epilogue from To the Grave. Number five. Number five, we've got the new album Violence Unimagined by Cannibal Corpse. And number four. Number four, we've got the new EP Time Changes Nothing by Bellhaven. Number three. Number three, we've got New Age Filth by Hail the Sun. Love this band. Number two. So good. Number two, we've got Sleep Society by While She Sleeps. And the record of the week, I'll let you say it, Mike, because I know you're so excited about it. We've got The Greatest Mistake of My Life. By Holding Absence, coming in at number one. Straight to your ears. It's going to be a banger. Blow this band up. They deserve it more than anybody else in the scene except maybe Era. Absolutely. I think they're too young to have made the greatest mistake of their life already. I mean, you never know, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess like every greatest mistake you make of your life, Mm -hmm. like of your life so far. It's like that scene from The Simpsons, right? Where it's like, this is the worst day of my life. And Homer's like, the worst day of your life so far. <laughs> <laughs> that also reminds me of Office Space when, when he's saying that too. Every mm-hmm. day is the worst day of my life. <laughs> when he's talking to the therapist. And there are mm-hmm. the therapists like, so today is the worst day of your life? He's like, yes. And the therapist goes, whoa, man, that's messed up. <laughs> yep that's before the therapist dies and leaves him permanently (laughs) hypnotized but if you're yes go watch off what a great everybody one of the greatest i haven't watched that in a long time i gotta go back and watch it just so many classic moments in that movie so good speaking of classic moments you want to get into some honorable mentions oh yeah we got tons i bet let's go mike uh honorable mentions this week so give it to me so I'm going to start off with some EPs that we got coming out. Uh, this is kind of a surprise EP. It just got mentioned or like dropped. So I'm pretty excited for this. But uh, we've talked about this individual on the show as well. Uh, we're getting a new EP from Pliny. Oh, yeah. So lots of good instrumental this week. Liquid Tension Experiment, Pliny. Cool. Going to be some good jams. Good jams. And there's another new EP. Uh, We've already heard five out of the six songs on it, so I didn't really want to talk about it on the main list. But August Burns Red is putting out this collection of singles. Um, Cool. There's one that we haven't heard yet. It's pretty good. I think there's like a cover or two in there. Um, They put out probably one of my favorite August Burns Red songs ever on it called Icarus, where I I forget his name, but the bass player is doing some clean singing on it. Yeah, Dustin. 
Yeah, Justin's yeah. clean singing on Dustin, it. Dustin, Dustin, not Justin. Dustin. Um, <laughs> the clean singing, it adds an entirely new element to August Burns Red that gets me re-interested in the band, and I think that they should do that on the new album much more whenever they drop that. Absolutely. It's incredible. And then yeah. there is a new album that I also want to talk about real quick. Because this, I want to see, because I'm sure you know these guys. Are you familiar at all with Scooter? Scooter? The German electronic group? No. <laughs> really? I don't believe so. I mean, like, Scooter They've got the Dear Maria, I Like It Loud. I don't know, man. I, I've Really? Seen, we've certainly, they certainly seem like something we would have played with at a German summer festival. Oh, these guys are great. They're absolutely huge. They've got 4 million monthly Yeah, listeners. they've been a band for 25 years, I'm reading. They've got the Logical weeks, Song. They've spent 500 weeks in the singles charts and 300 weeks in the album charts, selling over 30 million records, 80, 80 gold and platinum records? Yeah, these okay, guys are this insane. Is huge. How do I not know this? Okay, <laughs> sick. They got a new album coming out? Yeah, it, the album is called God Save the Rave. And I'm so excited <laughs> for this because this is like that weird niche of electronic music that I like. They've got the super high-pitched, like, electronic singy thing almost going on. And then that's like half of it. And then the other half is the, like, I guess the main guy, Scooter, or I don't know how they do it because I'm not very, very, yeah, very well versed in the band. But he actually does kind of like some screams and he's like, yeah, yeah, and like stuff like that. And it's just a good time. I love these guys. Cool. No, I, I, I can't I'm wait sh- to hear it. I am shocked that I don't know that they sing in English by the, by the looks of yeah. it too. So that's. I'm sure you're okay. going to put on a song or two and you're going to be like, oh, yeah. I know this. I heard this drunk as fuck in uh, Rock yep. and Ring like in 2009. Yeah, probably. 100% probably. There you go. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, people like Scooter. There you go. That's what we like to hear. Uh, coming in next, he just aired his awesome episode. Uh, we've got Nothing Nowhere. Yeah. Releasing an acoustic version of Fake Friend. Which, cool. Honestly, I love that album. I'm so excited to hear some different takes on the songs from it. So, going you be mean great. trauma? You mean Trauma Factory? Like the whole album? Yeah, it's a great album. Oh. Uh, not the whole album acoustic, but just Fake Friend for now. I think. Oh, okay, cool. So, cool. but absolutely awesome record still. Sweet. Um, Love them. Coming in on the deathcore side of things, we've got a new single from Body Snatcher, mm-hmm. who is an absolutely great upcoming deathcore hardcore band. Um, always a great time whenever they release a single. I. Absolutely love this band. I hope with this they announce the album and pre-orders or something like that because it's been a little bit overdue for them. I think they had something last year, but I want more material, right? Sure. Uh, We've also got a new single from probably one of my... I don't know if you'd consider them new metal. I consider them new metal, but one of my favorite new metal bands. We've got a new single from Fear Factory. Oh, wow. Yeah, Which is, I, I I guess they're new metal. They're they like mm-hmm. they've been around kind of longer than things were called new metal. But if they that were. makes any sense because you know they yeah. they're from. I mean, I think they they started in like the early '90s, right? But yep. But um, yeah, no, that'll be interesting. I feel like I haven't heard much from them in a while. Their uh, last album was like 2015, I think. Okay, so yeah, yeah. It's a good return. They're releasing a single. They've got an album done, so I'm really excited about this. I absolutely love these guys. They're so much fun. 
Yeah, no, it's a this and, is classic, classic stuff. And if you're thinking new metal and you've never heard of Fear Factory and you're like, oh man, is this band going to sound like Limp Biscuit? No. This band sounds like Static X, stuff like that end of the new metal spectrum. Yeah, this is the stuff that kind of inspired... More industrial almost. Right, inspired uh, mm-hmm. a, a lot of the, the new metal that came after it. This was yes. for sure, for sure. Um, cool, cool pick, Mike. Awesome. Uh, and I know you're going to love this because this is out. This is mm-hmm. a single called Draculads by our boys Salem. Oh, yeah. Will from Creeper. It's an abs- It's probably the most punk the project's ever been. Nice. It's really, really fun single. They've announced their EP Salem 2, which is coming out in the end of May or June, I think. But that'll be a lot of fun. Um, I really love these guys. They were on my EP of the year list. And I think they're incredible. Really talented. We've got a new single, and I think I've heard it's going to be the last single before the album from Gojira. Oh, wow. Amazing band. Yeah. Another one of those, like, are they metal? Are they progressive metal? Yeah. But they don't really fit in that. They're just something kind of above. So good, though. We've got a new single coming from Trash Boat. Yeah. Amazing group. Super talented. Yeah, I believe I've heard this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm if if it's the one I heard, mm-hmm. um it's going to turn some heads for sure. I don't know if it's the one I heard cuz I I know they're working on a bunch of stuff, but mm-hmm. um I heard one of their new songs and it was like like super yeah. good. So, I mean, their last album, what was it? Um Crown Sadness or something like that, I think. I forget, but like that album's insanely good. I think everything they've done has been really good. Uh, Cry Sh- Cry- Crown Shyness, you're thinking of. Yeah, Crown um, Shyness. No, I, I think everything they've done has been really good. I think they're a really strong band. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes they they like uh, they're a little under the radar, but I think that that's like yep. cool because because like everything they do has so much meaning and stuff. Like I, I don't think mm-hmm. they're designed to be like, hey, here's this like crazy like popular band everywhere like they there's kind of more substance to them than that so yeah Mm -hmm. i'm excited i'm very excited for anything new trash boat 100 percent. we're getting the last single from electronic or band one morning left i absolutely Mm -hmm. love these guys we watched them when we were going through the crappy music videos uh, a couple weeks ago (laughs) yes that's right if you're listening on the podcast come join us we do stupid stuff after we record that's right we do Um, do stupid stuff sometimes gets very stupid these guys are very stupid uh we've got another electronic or band called make my day out of japan they're absolutely incredible they're more on the metalcore side but i've never heard a bad song from these guys they're releasing a new single i can't wait to hear it We've got a new song from If I Die First off of their split EP that they are doing with CU Space Cowboy. Yes. Very excited to hear this. These guys are always incredible. We've got a new single from Quicksand, which I don't know a lot about Quicksand. I think they're a punk band. Yeah. I really recognize the name, so I'm like, I got to toss this in here. Yeah, Quicksand, uh, you know, well, they're kind of like... When I think of post-hardcore, mm-hmm. like when people throw that word around, and that and let's be honest, the term... It gets thrown around. It gets thrown around, and like I don't really even know what it means anymore. 
Yeah, like you know? people called Asking Alexandria post-hardcore. People called Chiodos post-hardcore. People call Hail the Sun post-hardcore. Right. It's kind of a fiddle. So when I think of post-hardcore, I think of like Fugazi, you mm-hmm. know, which which was like a direct response. Like the meaning of post-hardcore means like the bands that the hardcore kids started after they yeah. were har- that that weren't hardcore anymore, right? Mm-hmm. And Quicksand was one of those bands. So it was, you know, members of like Gorilla Biscuits and and uh, other New York hardcore bands formed uh, Quicksand, and, and it became kind of like the start of, uh, l- let's say we could call it new metal. The start <laughs> of stuff that that like you know like Deftones, yeah, or uh, or I guess like Shelter, um, or Helmet. You know, uh, I that, love Helmet. That kind of genre, they were mm-hmm. very um, Where it's synonymous almost, with that scene. It, it's like grunge, but heavier than grunge. Like yeah. right in there. Yeah, with with some with some punk um, influences, but but not like not like fast the way that like punk mm-hmm. and hardcore is like kind of slower. Um, but yeah, like Quicksand. I mean, these absolute legends. Walter Schreifel's, uh lead lead vocalist, also the. Um, he was also in Gorilla, in Gorilla Biscuits. Uh, uh, I mean, he was in a ton of bands, to be yeah. honest. Walter Schreifels. He was on the podcast before too. So, um, yeah, uh, definitely very, very excited, and and uh, it's very, very cool. This isn't not something that they just shit out every other other yeah. year. This is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I saw that um, the article. I said Quicksand set to release new uh, single. And it's the first in like I don't know how many years, so I was like, I know this band's name. I don't know a lot about them. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I feel like they put out a record a few years back, and it was like the first one since like the '90s. But yeah, uh, but I'm I'm not really sure what. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what this is. So I, I'm I'll definitely be excited to check it out. Yeah, they released an album in 2017, and the last one before that was '95. So exactly. Yep. Oh, yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's all the singles I've got for this week. Oh, yeah? I'm pretty sure. There's there's a, maybe, maybe one coming out that uh, Is there? maybe I heard about. Maybe. Really? Just a, huh. like a little birdie told me uh, really? that, that well, there might be something coming out that uh, is, is... Maybe you need to check your list just real quick again. Hold on. Just if there's anything there. Maybe look at towards Everybody the, stop texting me so I can read one of these. Towards the, the like oh. bottom end of the alphabet, yeah. not quite at the end. Sort yeah. Sort of around the... It's right um, around the T. The RST. Yes. T. Yes. RSTUV in there. Yes. Yeah. Silverstein has a new single called Bankrupt coming out. Yes. And honestly, I've... Been a little vocal with how I feel about this. The only song that I need about Banks is King for a Day <laughs> by Pierce the Veil featuring Kellen Quinn. Okay. Then, then, let's so, just, let, then maybe we'll just cancel the release of it then. Probably, just because I said so. <laughs> no, what's up? Talk to me about this song. I want to yeah. hear about it. Oh, I, oh. I haven't heard it yet. Um, Contrary well, to popular belief, Shane doesn't go over Silverstein stuff with me. No, so. no, no, no. This is this is a natural thing. We we don't do a lot of preparation. I like to I like to have the conversation on the air. I you know it's, oh, it's yeah. a little more real that way. Um, but yeah, I'll tell you all about it. So you know, pretty much we we put out a record 
Uh, actually, before I say this, I want everybody to make sure that you check out the Silverstein stream tomorrow night, uh, 6 p.m. on our channel, uh, Silverstein Music, twitch.tv slash Silverstein Music. We're going to be talking this up. We're going to be oh, playing yeah. um, some behind the scenes from the studio, from the video shoot uh, that we did. There's going to be tons of that. Um, I cannot play the song right now. I will. It, it's coming out soon, though. It's coming out in like... I think it's coming out tomorrow afternoon. We have tomorrow afternoon. We're, we're doing a thing where it's getting all synced together at a time. So Ooh. this is just to, to stick it to the Australians because they always get everything first. As Daft Punk and would like to say, around the world. Yes, exactly. It's not fair. So we're doing it all at the same. Um, yes, pre-save the song on Spotify. But oh, so yeah. we. So anyway, uh, just a little backstory first is we put out the Beautiful Place to Drown album, mm-hmm. March. Uh, of 2020, literally a week before the entire world shut down. And it was a real, like, it really sucked, man. And I think yeah. that that as much as, like, we are like, okay, we're fine. Yeah, we're good. We're going to do these, like, fun videos like Quarantine and all this. Like, mm-hmm. we were pretty down, all of us collectively. Like, we were pretty down, pretty sad, pretty concerned. Yeah. Um, and, and all the things Who that happened, be, honestly? you know, in the state of the world. You know, it was really a hard, a hard time, and I think the key, the key uh, to it was just we were angry, mm-hmm. and um, that was that was what came out of us was a really really angry song. This is probably the heaviest thing we've ever done. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm not I'm not just saying that. I think this is this is probably the heaviest thing we've ever done. It's very very Deathcoreine. It wouldn't. It's not deathcore heavy, I, but it's, I, it's. I would never expect deathcore. It's from like you. Don't get me wrong. you're going to hear this main riff, and you're going to be like, "Oh, okay, I see what he's talking so, about." So what I'm expecting is I'm expecting something that sounds like "Bring Me" is post-human survival horror. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'd say, I'd say like "Bring Me" is definitely a band that we've really, really respected over the last few releases. Mm-hmm. Not, not to say like they're a huge like you know uh, in- influence yeah. or anything, but I think that. Anytime a band that's in kind of our post-hardcore genre, or whatever, we're doing something that's good and modern, there there's going to be like a little bit of a nod to mm-hmm. Bring Me, just because Bring Me is like literally doing everything great. They're the Godfather um, right now. They, like, they really, yeah, they're they're really great. So, they, but I mean, if you're making music in our scene, you're saying Bring Me isn't influencing you. I say, I'm saying you're wrong. If like, sure, if if somebody said, oh, this sounds like new Bring Me the Horizon, I would be like, well, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, that, you know. <laughs> That's <laughs> that's what I would say, but but this um, yeah, man, like this this song this song is not about us being bankrupt. This is a song is not a sob story about us losing all the money we were supposed to make from our tour getting canceled. Um, you'll see that bankrupt. The term means more of like you know morally bankrupt mm. uh, than financially bankrupt, and and you know everything that's that's been going. So on. it is like King for a day. Uh, maybe maybe so yeah so that's coming out tomorrow i'm really excited about it it's i think that it's some of the rawest vocal performances i've ever been able to put on tape oh yeah as well and yeah man we spent a lot of time on this track too because we we recorded Mm -hmm. this just like standalone um yeah it wasn't. An, it's not an album or anything. It was just like we we're going in to do one song. Well, I mean, so that's what we were told. Burn it down was going to be. So let's see what happens. But oh, what you don't like? Burn it down? 
No, we were told it was going to be a standalone single, and then it became on the album. Well, we put it on the album because our label yeah. was like, "What are you? What are you stupid?" You're not so that's what's going to happen with this song, isn't I, it, Shane? I mean, isn't I, it, Shane? I don't know if this what if this will end up on on the next album or not. But I'm, we'll my my take is like, if you don't put if you have a standalone single and you don't mm-hmm. end up putting it on an album, I feel like it kind of just gets lost, like in the in the like grand scheme of time yeah. like someone goes back and they're like oh yeah like i want to listen to this on vinyl and then they're like oh well it never was on the record so i can't oh it's just you know? a seven inch let me yeah. change my player like maybe if you even make a seven inch like mm-hmm. I, I so that's that's part of why we put another standalone single we did was the song ghost which yep. we also put on dead reflection album and um and burn it down we also put on the album just because mm-hmm. we feel like they're still good songs and they make sense with the record and so i'm not saying that this will or won't be um we haven't even started recording the full length so no idea but uh yeah. regardless this is really exciting for us tomorrow uh we we're getting a lot of love from the powers that be um so i'm i'm stoked for this and and i encourage everybody yeah. 11 a.m. eastern i think people are saying we're yeah. doing a thing, and uh, tomorrow, 6 p.m., we'll be talking all about it. So, Pre-save, is there going to be a music video for us to share around? There is a, mu- there is a music video, Music too. video. Uh, and, go. and I'm going to say this right now. We've made... We've made... A lot. I honestly don't know how many videos we've made. 25, maybe? Mm-hmm. Like, at least? This is 100% the best video we've ever made. There have definitely been some bad ones. I so. hate... I hate like ninety percent of our videos. Like not not like I think they're bad. Like I, or I don't like them. Mm-hmm. I hate them. And I'll and I usually like video. We I get the video the cut for the video back. I'm like, okay, how stupid do I look? Okay, I don't look that stupid. Fine, release it, and then I never yeah. watch it again. So um, so the fact that this video is actually fucking rad has me has me uh, has me really stoked. I'm excited to see it and I'm excited to hear the song and I'm glad we took the time to talk about it. Cause yeah, I mean, obviously as much as we do talk about new music on the show and we talk about other bands, you are definitely in a band. And I am sure am. Sometimes you guys release stuff and we have to talk about it and I have to hide how bad I think it is. Just kidding. Yeah, you know no. Like and, and there's, there's no album. What are people talking about? There's a full length. I never said there was a full length. There's no full length. We have not recorded. There's a full length. We have not recorded anything except <laughs> bankrupt. Okay. I'm. I. There's nothing. That's what else. he legally has to tell you. There's nothing else. This is it. The there's new no Silverstein album. album is not real. There is no album coming. There is no album release. There may no be. album coming. Eventually, we will record an album. We have not. They're started never releasing an album again. So uh, at some point there will be an album. There's a new album that came out only one year ago too. Let's keep that in mind. I know it's been a long fucking only year, one but... year. You know how I listen to music. That's a long time ago, Shane. I, I guess except like you listen to so many albums, I feel like you don't have the how do you even have the time? Like you probably want bands to spread their albums out further. No, because then I get to listen to less. Because then if everybody does that, then there's less music. I but I mean, know. if bands spread out their albums and it gets better material Mike, that's cool too mike listened to over 700 albums in in 2020 that's just the new stuff that's not even me being nostalgic kill just that's just i don't even know what to say i just said the word <laughs> kill for no reason i'm like kill ah! i don't i don't know why i said that i'm just 
my mind is absolutely blown. Anyway, uh, yeah. that's that is uh, a the definitive week. list of the week right there. We got a great top six, lots of honorable mentions. Yeah, don't miss the new silver. Lots scene. of stuff from last week too. And yep. Honestly, even next week is going to be a bunch of bangers. I can't wait to talk about it. Yes. It's going to be a good time. 100%. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. That's our podcast. As always, that's our podcast. So I was sitting in my cubicle today, and I realized ever since I started working, um, every single day of my life has been worse than the day before it. So that means that every single day that you see me, that's on the worst day of my life. What about today? Is today the worst day of your life? Yeah. Wow, that's messed up.